0: Welcome to the Alpha to Zeta podcast,
1: teaching you how to become a better professional for the future.
0: Welcome to the Alpha to Zeta podcast. I'm your host, Zach Scamihorn, coming to you live from lovely Lincoln, Nebraska, for the first time in a long time, with my co-host, Bella Rodriguez.
1: Hi, Zach. How are you? I haven't seen you in a while.
0: I know. I got a new internship. New car. I feel like this is a new podcast.
1: (laughs) I know. It it feels just like a new beginning. Um, It's a new semester. It's a fall weather, so it's a really nice day to just be inside.
0: (laughs) Perfect day for a podcast, that's for sure. Um, But I'm excited to get the semester rolling, to get some more of these podcasts pumping out, but uh, excited to get to our guest today, Um, Mitch West. Mitch is currently the media director for Perfect Poor Studios in Lincoln, Nebraska, he graduated from Lincoln Southeast High School in 2006, West River East, go Hawks. Um, and <laughs> sure. he went on to go to college at the Institute of Production and Recording in 2011 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You'll find him around the community mentoring, speaking, or collaborating with students at concerts, taking pictures, or lighting up the night sky with fireworks. He's extremely passionate about entrepreneurship, mentoring individuals to chase their dreams, and supporting small businesses, his top five Clifton strengths are Ideation, Positivity, Futuristic,
2: Includer, and Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard, Mitch. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate this. And also, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. On new internship? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, with the yeah, uh, Nebraska yes. High School
0: Sports Hall of Fame, uh, doing some marketing work for them as I'm a marketing major. Nice.
2: So That's pretty cool. Yeah. What, what kind of work do they have you doing at the Hall of Fame? Um,
0: so a lot of it is social media. That's most of the work. Uh, running their Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. Um, also, I've been working on some stuff with the website, just updating it right now, but I want to like create a whole new website for them because it's kind of outdated. Um, and then we recently had our Hall of Fame ceremony, so I had to record that and then also take photos during it, So, but most of it's Pretty social cool. media.
2: How did you find out about the Hall of Fame and that they offer internships? That's a new one for me. I didn't know they did that.
0: Yep. So I actually interned with the Lincoln Salt Dogs this last summer. Um, and the general manager, Charlie Meyer, he is on the board of the Hall of Fame and he's like hey we need some help marketing would you be interested doing an internship with us and it was paid which not very (laughs) many sports internships are paid so i was like heck yeah i want to work in sports so i took it
2: initiative you took it yeah
1: that's a lot more interesting than my internship it starts in january it's just accounting um so i'll be auditing financial statements um not as interesting as <laughs> working with social media
0: marketing is definitely more creative, yeah,
1: than definitely.
2: But yeah, hey, it's interesting to you, <laughs> you know, and, and that, and we need you more of you <laughs> people that are good with numbers, absolutely. And Mitch,
0: uh, let's get into um, a little bit about you. So, how did you get your start into entrepreneurship?
2: It's a good question. Um, so my ideation's always been high, and when I was in grade school, um, I, I My distraction was always ideas. So I'd be sitting in a room and thinking about what could we do with the school? What does does the school need? What can we do in this room? What kind of event should we have? What kind of this? What kind of that? And I would write things down or draw things, but just ideas. I wouldn't, I guess, have some of the normal distractions a lot of kids do. Um, And it was a little frustrating, but I would, uh, I think the first thing that I ever tried to do uh, was talk my grade school principal. Shout out to Mr. Caney, Paul <laughs> Caney. Um, I, and don't do this, kids, walked out of class to go into the principal's office to tell them that they should have their own fare in the back of the school, and here's why. And I was thinking about it nonstop. I mean, for for several weeks, I was just, this has to happen when we do this. Rather than just telling me to go back to the room or getting in trouble, he just said, he, he sat back and just listened. And it was Kind of at that point where I learned that it was cool to just share ideas with people in that regard, you know, if, if someone's willing to hear you out. Um, and then in high school, uh, I started a DJ business. I picked up the turntables uh, with a, a because of a mentor of mine, really, uh, and started DJing for schools, pretty much every high school in Lincoln, homecomings, proms, um, when I was in high school. So that was... The first lesson earning your own money outside of maybe mowing lawns that you know that that's a pretty common first entrepreneurial venture, um, and that changed my life. I mean, I would give that credit to going all right. I didn't. I mean, that's pretty cool. I can you know while my other friends are working during the week and and having the typical jobs, I can work a Friday night and make the same amount of money. Um, but you know, it's still not easy. It was a good mm-hmm. lesson though. Starting young, exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I know you said that
0: you had a mentor, um, and I know you mentor a lot of college students. So do you currently have a mentor, or like, what are some of the most impactful impactful mentors that you've had, and what are some of the most impactful uh, interactions that you've had with them?
2: Yeah. Um, the Kind of the, the first main one, uh, I mean, my biggest mentor overall is my mom. And, uh, you know, she how uh, to raise two kids and, and and work as much as possible so everybody could be fed and and, and there's all kinds of things I could share um, she's my biggest mentor uh, in business I was fortunate enough to meet uh, the one and only Lawrence Chatters who's here now dr. Lawrence Chatters I apologize um, when I was in high school uh, my mom was working at the university and the University of Nebraska did the very first husker idol so it was the American Idol, but for, you know, un- the university. And uh, one of the judges, uh, for whatever reason, uh, I asked a ton of questions to him because I found out he was a DJ. Um, and his name's Nick Fitch, and he still DJs and um, has his, his, his toes and all kinds of little, you know, pools of water. And after I think I annoyed him enough, he invited me down to come and just, hang out at one event that uh, he was doing and then we became good friends and almost immediately um, I met his business partner Lawrence Chatters uh, who also was a DJ and um, a few other things and those other things grew over time and, and we became good friends he took me under his wing um, and at that time I mean he was a part owner of a venue he was a DJ he was going to school uh, uh, for a doctorate in psychology. Uh, within those years of, of his doctoral program, I mean, he got married, he owned two other uh, venues here in town, uh, t- still DJing, he was an MC, uh, made his own music, had investments, did all these things. And yet, you know, if you saw him on the side of the road and just said, hey, Lawrence, how's it going? He would, he would give you the time, uh, even though he had a mountain of, of things going on, so... Um, I've stayed really good friends with him, and I, he is overall, I, I would say, my biggest mentor when it comes to business ventures. I mean, he really is a great human being, um, and uh, you should get him on. I mean, he's now in the athletic department uh, for the University of Nebraska, and, and he can talk to you about all of those things. Um, and some of these other big topics you guys have, have talked about on some of your episodes, like inclusion, diversity, um, knowing your worth, treating people with common decency and respect. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You had that mentor to help you in the early stages of your career and your entrepreneurship. Um, Did you have any struggles that you faced in those early stages as well? And what did you learn from them?
2: Uh, Early on, I think if you do anything on your own, um, you have a lot of self-doubt. It's overwhelming. If you don't know anybody that, is doing what you're interested in it's even more challenging because of of those words of wisdom and and learning maybe from their past um some of these other ventures that i've done you know then you have competition and you have um i'll say this when you when you have an idea that you genuinely believe in whatever it is uh rejection is tough people that maybe don't see it the way you do Uh, And don't buy into it or doubt or, you know, maybe your idea in your head didn't come out the way you spent a lot of time thinking it would. And and so the, you know, time management issues and a lot of those things, I mean, it's it's not easy. Um, But, yeah, you you know, you learn a lot.
0: I want to go back to uh, your days in Minnesota. So um, you took classes there, you went to college there. Um, did you have any uh, formal entrepreneurship classes uh, back there in Minnesota?
2: And if so, what were your takeaways from those courses? That's a good question. Um, I guess when it comes to like a formal entrepreneurship class, we didn't really have anything structured as such, uh, but we would have different elements. Uh, in the music business side, you know you would take classes on uh, maybe how to start and own your own record label, uh, how to, create a brand for an artist, how to, um, kind of the basics in starting a business. It really wasn't as focused as going directly to a business college, uh, when it comes to all of the elements of, of starting a business, owning a business, being a part of those ventures. Um, so you kind of got a little experience here and there. Um, but that was also another experience. The school that I went to, uh, the Institute of Production and Recording, that was started by two friends. And they wanted to start a school that gave, you know, people that were interested in the music business kind of a unique take, um, and and show some different sides that aren't as commonly shown. And so that was its own lesson. And going, all right, you can start your own school. That's that's wild. <laughs> you can get accredited because you had an idea, and, and you know, a few years later, you have something to educate students about. It, it just was wild uh, and very inspirational. Yeah, I know here at UNL, we have like
0: the Center for Entrepreneurship. We have Startups UNL, so we have plenty of resources to
2: learn how to be an entrepreneur at UNL, which I, I really enjoy. And they're doing great things, Startups Absolutely. UNL. Uh, I met those guys, I think, when there was less than maybe five students. Um, actually, one of the students, we had coffee because he wanted to pick my brain and, and about this new uh, thing that he was a part of, and it was a club. Fast forward to last year, this is maybe four years ago, uh, they had a, an event called Founder Fridays where they would invite somebody from the community to come and talk and about what they do and how they did it. And um, it was over Zoom, and a box pops up, and it was Ryan English. And he's like, I don't know if you remember me, but about three years ago or so, we had coffee at the mill, and, uh, and it, it just – blows my mind There are over 100 students or so now i mean it you know yeah they got a big reach there yeah yeah absolutely. in every major every minor and and they're doing some insane things and the the center of entrepreneurship talk about a really good time to to be involved there um, they're doing a lot of big things
1: um so you have had experience with the community of of UNL, and the community of Lincoln in general, um, how have they supported you in your entrepreneurial endeavors?
2: I think community outreach has been big for a lot of people. Uh, you, Some of these names you guys might have heard uh, of, uh, like Turbine Flats, uh, a startup collective here just off campus, um, you know, they host all kinds of events uh, and, and bring in the community. And then that's a great place to, to see different ideas happening, you know, right next to each other. Um, community doing all kinds of events that are very unique. Uh, 1 million cups, uh, is a really good event that happens every Wednesday or so. All kinds of different speakers that are in all kinds of different entrepreneurial ventures speak to the community. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And I think a lot of people are embracing younger entrepreneurs more than ever before and and listening to some of their ideas and and what they have to say. And then you get things that happen like the Bay and you get uh, some pretty big ventures that, I don't know, 10 years ago or more you would have had around here. Um, So just embracement of, of entrepreneurship has been pretty impactful.
0: And then to add on to that, what have you uh, seen that really makes a small business stand apart from large corporations? Because I know like here in Lincoln, we really do support our small communities. So how, how is that different between small businesses and like
2: a large, larger kind of corporation? It's a good question. Um, all kinds of things. I mean, I, you know, uh, we have a pretty diverse community of small businesses here in Lincoln um, now more than ever, Um a lot of the things that I've I been involved in are in the craft beer community. And, th- you know, they do all kinds of just amazing events um, where they bring in the community. I, I think um, when it comes to marketing, you know, some of these new tools, I guess they're not as new, but something like TikTok and watching how people <laughs> embrace it. And it, you know, it started as a funny thing, it, you know, that you, you got a mouth. Uh, lyrics to music videos and songs and and who knew that now people are investing millions of dollars and it's it's as simple as somebody that just has a cool idea um, or as complex as an entire marketing campaign that they really write it all out small business is important um i I, one of the questions uh and i don't want to get ahead but (laughs) is you know why support small business as much and, and kind of that and the question is why not You know you hear your your dollar goes further but it's more than that embrace your friend that has an idea brag about what they're doing um you know anything i mean if it's a service they offer if it's a a bakery if it's a a marketing firm if it's a has local roots and a good story behind it i mean you know supporting those ventures is incredibly important um and lincoln's such a great community to do that in um I think things here are within reach. I mean, it's it's odd that you go to a coffee shop and you have CEOs and presidents of companies and student athletes and high school students all in the same building, and and you can really just have a conversation with anybody. A lot of bigger metropolises, it's not as common. You know, I think you get lost in the numbers sometimes there. So. Is
0: is that why you uh, decided to come back to Lincoln after spending college in Minnesota? Is all that support?
2: Yeah, uh, Lincoln really most of my life really up until, um, my first year in college, (sighs) Lincoln said no to a lot of things. Uh, Omaha was getting a lot of cool things and we just, I always wanted to stay here and, and help grow my community. And, uh, I didn't really see much of an opportunity for myself up until like the last year I was in college. Um, and then that's when, you know, renovations were happening. Grants were being passed. You're seeing that instead of being a drive through or a flyover city, people are staying. They're spending time. It's worth their time to invest their art or their business in our community. More things were happening, more art crawls, more theater ventures, more concerts were selling out. It just, it was really cool to see. And, uh, uh, you know, why not? I mean, my roots are here. So I'm, I'm glad that I can come back. <laughs>
1: And then, okay, you talked about how businesses use TikTok now um, to kind of market their businesses, and it, it is really a good marketing tool. And have you used TikTok, or what has the process looked for you? Uh, looked like for you as you expanded your company?
2: Personally, I I I haven't used TikTok in uh, how most people create videos. Mm-hmm. I do have a few um, that just you know show some of the fireworks or odd. Things I don't really create content for TikTok. I use the heck out of it, though. I'm addicted, <laughs> as a lot of us are. And then I catch myself um, buying something off Amazon because of it, or you know, it's three in the morning and you're still scrolling through and don't realize how just how addicting it is. Uh, it's such an easy way to create and and take an idea and just make it happen. Um, Without you as much being involved in front of the camera, really I mean any anything on an app like that is possible, so it's you know it's overwhelming. Uh, you know we should be doing more of that to be honest with you. just why not um talk about what you're doing, show something you have a world of music to choose from, transitions you, you know it's very unique and it's such a and it's free I mean it you know it doesn't cost you anything to create.
0: I think it also kind of depends on your who your audience is. Because I know, like, in the Hall of Fame where I internet, at, um, our audience is mostly, like, I'd say, Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. So they're mostly on Facebook. I, I know, like, Facebook and Twitter is out where we have found the most success. And then Instagram a little bit, but not as much as Facebook and Twitter. But I think it's just getting to know who your audience is um, and yeah. deciding which platform is right for you.
2: And, and to your point... Um technology is being embraced a lot more, uh, for all, for almost all ages. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago where people just looked at Facebook in general and just said, well, why should we be posting on there? It's because you can reach somebody around the other side of the world with your idea and, and have a conversation. Twitter, it's the same thing. You can share a thought and a limited number of, of, of words. And it reaches far, um, you know, Gen Xers, I think, embrace uh, something where you have almost like more of a family feel. I don't know if that that makes sense, but they feel more connected, you know, when they can see their friends doing the same thing or showing their interest. TikTok's a little bit overwhelming for certain people. It's very simple, but it's still very, you know, hard to utilize for other demographics. So, yeah.
1: And then, um, so TikTok and just social media in general is a huge resource for people to use. Um, what opportunities or resources should students look to pursue in setting themselves apart uh, from other aspiring entrepreneurs?
2: Anything that uh, is leveraged in the community they want to be a part of, uh, whatever that is, you know, and, and it there literally is not a, a limit with it. I mean, there's people that are using TikTok for architecture, for uh, food and beverage, for every kind of art form. Um, there's see what industry that you're inspired by, what they're using and, and how to utilize it and just start doing it. To be honest with you, it's it's that easy and that difficult. Um, you know, you're, you're going to feel strange at first if it's brand new to you. Um, If if you're in design and you still haven't used Illustrator, um, that's not the one and only, but, you know, start to learn it. Learn the language and then just make things. To just make things. If you do music, you know, put some sounds together. Download uh, Adobe Audition and hit record and see what that's about and how you can create and leverage those things. Um, It's never too late, but you're going to regret it if you just don't start. Absolutely. Um, And I want to uh, go back to the
0: mentoring point. Um, So I know, do you mentor Alyssa, the the person that we found you through?
2: Yeah, a little bit in that uh, she's uh, 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 one of our first interns for Perfect Force Studios. And, uh, you know, as nice as it is to just have an intern that's helping kind of create some of these ideas um, it's also important to us that some of the education from lessons learned from us carries through and um, I had her come out to an event uh, uh, it was a jumpstart event which was a uh, it was put on by All communications um, the athletic department um, and a few other people where they presented two kind of problems to the community and anybody that had a maybe a way to solve them was invited to I guess you could say compete, but just share their idea. And there was two weeks of workshops and, you know, inviting students to stuff like that is always pretty cool. And what do they get out of it? You know, uh, it's so a little bit, um, I do work with uh, various college students, just um, helping them with their idea and connecting them around the community. And, you know, how can we help anybody? And what makes that such a, a passion of yours, mentoring and connecting with students? I think it's just uh, a few things. One is just uh, seeing other ideas that are out there. You know, maybe there's an aha moment. Um, wasting time in anything is such a bummer. And if you can spend it doing and uh, learning about something that really interests you, Um, there's just more benefit. And a lot of people, I think, have gone through life, you know, it's 40 years, 50 years out, and and they realize that. And so bringing people around um, and sharing concepts and, you know, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, you can have, there was a, a, this is going to sound gross to some people. Um, There was a a duo that had a company called um, Bug Eater Foods, and they made, food out of cricket powder and you know say what you want it's a heck of a resource they got six-figure grants Mm -hmm. um the uh conagra foods was talking to them usda was talking to them uh and they created it here in lincoln i mean it was pretty cool then you have uh, just go to a startup collective um uh, you know you can never learn too much but yeah if you can find something you're interested in, and it's because somebody introduced you to it. That's really all it takes, and then your life just is more fulfilling because you're you're interested in it. Absolutely, you
1: know. Sorry, I just those are like really wise words. <laughs> um, so, aside from those wise words, uh, do you have any advice for students who are interested in pursuing an entrepreneurial lifestyle?
2: Yeah, um, one goes back to mentorship. And if you ask anybody that I've, uh, I've helped out and worked with, I can't talk enough about finding a mentor in, in the area that you're interested in. And you don't have to know what that is yet, but start looking at individuals that are incredibly successful to just starting out. That might be able to, at the very least, share some words of wisdom um, and reach out to them. Uh I think there's that misconception, too, that you have to be best friends with somebody that's, that's mentoring. You You don't. You really just be upfront. Here's what I want to know. This is why I'm reaching out to you. Um, and that's one of the biggest points the College of Business actually makes is to set yourself apart and reach out directly to somebody. Can you fill out something on a website and hope that it trickles through to that individual? Yeah, you can do that. So are hundreds of other people. Um, If you find out how to contact them outside of that and just say, hey, could I sit down with you for 30 minutes and and ask some questions or maybe talk to you on the phone or whatever they're comfortable with? More often than not, it'll happen. You might have to schedule it way down the road depending on what they do and how busy they are. But most of those people that went the other route didn't do that. Uh, And and so do that. Find out who is involved in what you want to know more about. Um, and reach out as directly as as you can. Set yourself apart. Uh,
0: Um, I I know something that the College of Business really does promote is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Do you utilize LinkedIn as an entrepreneur? Yeah.
2: I think uh, initially it wasn't talked about as much. uh, I mean, I think colleges, uh, several years ago when it first came out, talked about it more than like high schools. Uh, But over the last i would even say three years professionals of any any kind are, are really utilizing it um and it's a it's a weird thing to learn because it's it's what's the perfect resume look like what's the perfect linkedin profile looks like um you know there's a lot of great guides the university has here too that show uh students what those look like and and how to reach what kind of etiquette if you're going to message somebody um should you have what questions should you ask um do you guys use that quite a bit yourselves? I'm, all the
1: time. Yeah, <laughs> for classes,
0: uh, we had the, the B-Side classes, and they make us use them. Like, I have to create a post here soon within, like, the next two weeks for B-Side 444. And then, yeah, I do, like, mostly for job updates, like, letting my all my connections know where I'm going next. Um, sometimes I'll post, like, different projects or work that I'm working on and then see how people react to that.
2: What, uh... This is a reverse interview now but what <laughs> for you two especially what do you like about it what do you not like about it and maybe it's something that it's not necessarily you don't like but that you just find challenging or it could it could be done easier
1: um i think i think i what i like the most about linkedin is that um like i look at the feed just as if it was like social media Um, and I just, I see posts from people that I don't even know. And I think it's really cool, um, because they're connecting you to these people who have some sort of connection to what you want to do, but are in probably a different state, sometimes even a different country. And I think it's, it's a really cool thing, um, to see professionals that you relate to, um, on your feed all the time. And I don't know if I have anything.
0: You know, I I, I used to not like how you would see posts from people that you aren't connected with. And then, you know, like, someone that you're connected with, someone likes it, and then you'll see that on your feed. But as I've started to use it more, I do like it because, like, most people that I connect with, I've, I have genuine connections with. So a lot of stuff that they're liking is stuff that I will actually like, too, myself. So I, I, I have found that I've started to like that more. But something that I do really like, like about LinkedIn is I've been able to connect with so many people are people who are like, with jobs that I really want to do. So, like, I want to my, – my main goal is to be in the NFL, right? So, like, I've been able to connect with people, like the social media manager for the Tennessee Titans, um, the marketing events manager for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we had community development coordinator, Katie Schuster, for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it was,
2: like, second episode in. Mm-hmm. or. Uh, know,
0: yep, yep. I connected with her through LinkedIn. That's how I found out about her. Um, because, actually, Professor Chad, Chad Martison – I had a post, and she commented on it, so connected with her through that. Um, that, That's probably my favorite thing, is being able to connect with those types of people and be able to get my foot in the door in in an industry that's as tough to get into as the NFL.
2: Yeah, and she made, you know, what's interesting is she made some good points, going back to what we talked about earlier, where um, when it comes to just inserting yourself into a situation, uh, large groups like that something as big as the nfl uh on one end you have competition from all over the world i mean those guys have world competition Mm -hmm. people that want all of those jobs um and it's intimidating and it's and you can i think easily talk yourself out of going back to maybe the Gallup trains being an activator and just sending an email or creating something and seeing if they you know see it when it's tagged and, and those kind of things look what she's doing just because she she mustered up the confidence to do that and you know i think she talked about poser syndrome at first and feeling very like ah, i mean they're gonna see right through me and it's that whole um don't get too far in your head you know don't think about people are talking about you because they probably aren't don't you know don't waste your time it's, it's the same thing with poser syndrome um and now she's got she, two NFL teams she's worked for, like the Chiefs, four, the Broncos, actually, four. Yeah, the, the, the Eagles,
0: Broncos. Ch- Chiefs, Broncos, Ravens, yep.
2: And in no time, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. So she figured out a way to to get on their radar and and other students look at what she did and reach out to her. Hey, I want to do that, you know. I, I know you probably picked her brain quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and at the very least, it's words of wisdom it probably is going to be expansive and uh maybe just uh, uh furthering that conversation and if you do end up uh, knowing somebody then it's a reference it's a referral it's it's an even deeper in right out of the gate than a lot of these other individuals are going to have so um that was a very interesting podcast too absolutely thank you yeah
1: thank you um I'm
2: glad we have
1: a guest that listened
2: to our podcast. Yeah. It's really nice to hear. The episode on uh, uh, career development. Um, Celeste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, some of those uh, individuals I've talked to quite a bit. uh, uh, One of them actually, um, Albert, I can't remember how to say his name, uh, went to Penn State and now he uh, kind of works to help students with their resumes and, and LinkedIn profiles and all those things. And they told me that they had somebody coming in that was somewhat experienced in fireworks, for example, Uh, and I should meet him. And long story short, I met him because of that department. He works for us doing fireworks, uh, not just at the university, but other fireworks shows. And um, now, just like I do, it's a a really cool side gig. You know, they connect people. So, um, And she also brought up some very interesting things on on interview etiquette. that I thought were very good and intimidating questions and how to answer those. I mean, you guys are doing some pretty cool podcasts, so.
0: Absolutely, and to plug our business fraternity, Alpha Kappa Psi, uh, we're actually about ready to do a meeting just solely on uh, practice interviews and uh, preparing to actually do interviews, but like, we're going to set up a bunch of different practice interviews for all of our members,
2: which will be really fun to do. Needed. Because we all sit down for an interview, and how uncomfortable is it? absolutely
1: always get nervous yeah especially over
2: zoom oh yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean i it's it's really good to be safe and cautious zoom is one of those things where i don't think it doesn't matter what type of interview or situation it is when it can't be in person you just miss something And, and it's especially for job interviews you need to see somebody in person you really need to see how they carry themselves i think zoom is a weird way to interview but if that's what works and and everybody can stay say hey i love that it's there how cool Mm -hmm. didn't used to be that way
1: (laughs) yeah um and i mean i am glad that we got to do this in person just because i i had a great time talking with you meeting you and just listening to your experiences so thank you so much for coming on
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, no Mitch. You got anything you like to plug? I mean, I know you work for Perfect Poor Studios, JMN Displays. Uh, you gave us these wonderful um, photos here of Memorial Stadium, some of the fireworks that you do with J&M Displays. So yeah. thank you for that. Uh,
2: not so much that I want to plug. Maybe words of wisdom. I can't stress the importance of just find something that you're passionate in some of those some of those pieces of advice are they're cliche right you hear hear about them but it's so many people never have that opportunity um and it could be for several reasons definitely necessity they just they have to make things happen in a different light um but especially for students uh, what if of any part of your education are you interested in there's going to be stuff that you're going to maybe minor in and go oh i didn't Great. Don't move on to the next thing. Really try to figure that out um, and, and just dig for it and give something a shot. Create. Uh, you might find that, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not much of a designer. And then you just give something a shot and, and you're off to the races. And the next thing you know, you've designed the logo for a Fortune 500 company and, and the scale of what that means. But it's important to just start whatever that is. Find a hundred things you don't like to find the one, but find it. Um, you know, so yeah, that's such an important thing that I think we often overlook. And you know, get dirty, man. Yeah. Don't
0: be afraid to fail at something new. That that's oh, like one of my favorite quotes.
2: Fail forward. That's another good quote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, mentorship. You know, there's so many people are always willing to help. They just are never asked. So reach out. And, and what you guys are doing, stuff like this is incredibly important because it kind of gives listeners just a different element of what those worlds are like. Whatever it is, if it's an industry and you have somebody come on, if it's um, job skills and it's and it's how to carry yourself, if it's more sensitive topics, especially last few years with diversity and inclusion, that um, you know are really good to be at the forefront of conversation again. You know they're important, and so thank you guys for doing your part. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Well,
0: thank you, Mitch, for coming on and
2: absolutely. hope
0: everything goes well, but uh, all your entrepreneurship endeavors. But yeah, thank you. Thanks,
2: guys. Cheers. <laughs>